strings Find a world that embraces free open spaces Well, hello everyone, this is Chauncey. I'm Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know what? Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, maybe even in your own backyard, come on out and follow me. Oh, baby, it's, there's cold bunnies in the woods this morning. There were really cold bunnies yesterday. But man, what happened? Is this fall? Winter? Is this January? Are sports shows starting tomorrow? I don't know. Somebody's got to talk to the, you know, Mother Nature. She's, Mother Nature's mad at us. I don't know what we did, but she's not happy with us. Maybe we're going to have to be nice to her and she'll be nice to us again. But uh, like I said, that'll all come. I mean, you know, so we just put on an extra sweater or a jacket or our hoodie and we go out there and we still enjoy the great outdoors and that's okay. I like that. Besides, this, this weather invigorates you. Gets the blood pumping, yeah. Well, let's talk about this week's show, okay? Uh, we've got a, we have an eclectic group of people coming on today. Boy, put that one in the books, eclectic. Chauncey hasn't used that word in a long time. But first of all, Jim Crowley is on his way to the Waterfowl Festival in Easton, Maryland. If you are a duck hunter, OMG, this is the place that you wanted to be. There is everything and anything about waterfowling and programs and product. And it's Easton, Maryland is just this little, don't tell them I said this, a little dinky little town. But it's got such a huge heart and great people that live there. And this festival has been going on for so many years. And they're having a great time. And he's going out there. So in a couple of weeks, we'll probably hear from Jim about how much fun he had out there without me. Uh, ben Williams, who's the waterfowl biologist for the, for state of Illinois, is going to be talking about our duck and goose hunting numbers that we have, which uh, we're kind of keeping that little program going there. And then, uh, you know, I don't know how to even put this, but our dear friend Jason Johns from Boneyard Guide Service. Yes, yes, yes. I'm down at Red Lake. You know, this guy has got to be part uh, dog because he is just finding crappie literally all year long. He's got a couple of 14-inchers that are, it's a photo that's on my Facebook page. He's our outdoorsman of the week in our fishing report, our video fishing report. Not Jason, Mike Howe, who's a retired fisheries biologist. But it's just absolutely unbelievable, the crappie fishing that's going on at Ren Lake. Don't, do not pass go, just go straight to Ren Lake. I mean, it is just fantastic. So, you know, definitely check that out. And you can check out our Facebook page while you're looking at it, too. Hey, a couple things we want to say thank you to our sponsors that bring this program to you every single week. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, all five stores. Next week, Santa's Wonderland starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be at the uh, Gurney store uh, having some fun. And we'll be uh, singing songs with the crowd and have, going out there with Santa on the boat. Uh, we're also looking, want to say hey to our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue. They've got tons of 2020s and maybe one or two 2019s that they'll give you a steal of a deal. Paul's Beats in Westchester. DiamondGhostCharters.com. Hook and Hunt TV uh, out there who's going to the place I want to be, the Waterfall Festival. Uh, Jimmy Crowley. Midwest Outdoors Magazine. Pick up a subscription for the holidays for your favorite outdoors person. Red Lake Area Tourism at VisitRenLake.com. 
or enjoyrunlate.com. Seven Winds Casino in Hayward, Wisconsin. And please, we're the official station for Shimano High School and College fishing teams. Check that all out. Oh, man, like I said, I'm getting all fired up for the, this whole, you know, it's deer season's around the corner, activities going on, people are getting excited. Uh, you know, Michigan starts next week, Illinois is going on, they're archery hunting, they're duck hunting. Uh, it is just such a, gr- a great time of the year. Just I wish it was a little bit warmer because that wouldn't hurt us, you know. That little bit of warmer wouldn't hurt us. But we hope you're going to enjoy our show. we got a lot of things going on. So uh, pour yourself another cup of coffee, maybe a soda pop, make yourself a sandwich, whatever you want to do. But definitely check out what we're going to go on through the great outdoors on today's Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Come to Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's for their holiday kickoff sale going on now till November 26th. It's holiday time at Bass Pro and Cabela's, and whatever your favorite outdoorsman wants under his tree, I can guarantee Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's has it at their holiday kickoff sale. From fishing rods and reels to camo clothing and those smart fashions for the lady, all your holiday shopping can be done at one spot. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's with their holiday kickoff sale. Don't forget Santa's Wonderland starts November 16th to December 24th. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, where your next outdoor adventure starts here. Buy a fishing boat in November from Waterworks that's powered by a Mercury motor and say, oh yeah, it is saving money. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills is having truckloads of Lowe's, Lunds, Seapros, Monterey boats, all powered by a Mercury motor, delivered every week. And they are giving you boat show incentives now. Layaway prices now. And winter discounts now. For five years running, Waterworks has received the prestigious CSI Award for customer satisfaction, so you know Waterworks is many steps above all other dealers for price and service. Waterworks can also save you money on winterizing and winter storage. Just call them at 708-798-9700 or go to Waterworks with an E.com and say, oh yeah, to saving more money. You only need to say one word, Shimano, and you know you're talking about the smoothest, most efficient spinning reel and bait casting reels on the market. Whether it's Stella, Stratic, Corrado, Antares, or others, when you match it up with a Shimano fishing rod, you're holding a fish catching machine. Made to last and perfectly balanced for bass, trout, muskie, and panfish, Shimano is the only name you need to remember the next time you walk into your local dealer. What's the name? Shimano. This segment and interview is brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, where your next outdoor adventure begins. Hi, this is Bill Cullerton, and you're listening to Chauncey Great Outdoors. Ah, Mr. Cullerton. <laughs> many people don't know who he is. Many people remember Bill, but that's pretty cool. I like. I I miss hearing his voice. Hey, well, welcome back, everyone, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Let's give a little bit of our outdoor news and fishing report. Fishing. First of all, a number of uh, Indiana State Park properties are, will be closed temporarily for uh, controlled deer uh, hunting programs coming on this week. Each hunt's going to run for a couple of days. The first hunt is uh, Monday, November 18th, and Tuesday, the 19th. The second is Monday, December 2nd, and Tuesday, December 3rd. Participating state parks and properties uh, will close to the general public, uh, but then they will reopen. You know, some of those participating 
Uh, state parks are the Chain of Lakes in Indiana, Chain of Lakes in Indiana, Charleston, Charlestown rather, uh, Clifty Falls, Fort Harrison, Harmony, Indiana Dunes, McCormick Creek, Obachi, I think it's called, Pogaman, Prophetstown, and Shackamack. That almost sounds like a sandwich someplace. <laughs> Spring Mill, Summit Mill Lake, and Tippecanoe River, along with Whitewater Memorial State Parks and Cave River Valley Natural Area and Treen State Recreational Areas. These are all going to have those deer hunt uh, programs. All veterans and active duty military personnel and everyone in their vehicles will be admitted free to the DNR State Parks, Reservoir Properties, and State Forest Location Areas and State Off-Road Vehicle in Indiana on Veterans Day, November 11th. Nice, guys. You're doing real good there. Hey, let's not forget the Illinois uh, Department of Natural Resources remaining firearm deer permits. A limited number of permits are available, so you got to check them out. Uh, where you buy your license in your favorite county, uh, you know, it's, they're going to be there until they're gone. And trust me, they're going to go real quick. You heard me talk about this last week. The Illinois Conservation Foundation's annual director's hunt is November 25th and 26th, Wayne Fitzgerald State Park. Way too much fun. Two days of pheasant hunting and quail hunting near Red Lake, Mount Vernon area. I think the price includes your ammunition, guides, dogs, meals, overnight lodging, and a banquet-type style dinner, which will Put three pounds or five pounds on you, depending on how big your plate is. Uh, if you want to get more information, sign up. It's such a fun time to go to. You can go to ilcf.com or call my buddy Steve at 217-557-0500. Let me repeat that. 217-557-0500. And say, hey, Chauncey told me to call you about this hunt. Uh, as a matter of fact, just give him a call. It'll, I love the irritator. Uh, in Wisconsin, there has been an emergency rule thrown out there to move the season closing date for the ruffled grouse. Look at the grouse. Look at the grouse. Um, in the Zone A area from the January 31st to January 5th. Obviously, they're very concerned about uh, what's going to be happening out there with the population of, of the grouse in that area. Michigan Department of Natural Resources. Those are friends in the... Michigan have anted up right from the heart $8 million in state funds for pre-construction engineering and design phase of the barrier that they're putting in Illinois to keep the evasive Asian carp from getting into the big lake, okay? And uh, I want to thank our friends in the state of Michigan because they're really protecting not just their waterways, but many waterways. This is that Brandon Road Lock and Dam where they're working on this program very, very hard, and I uh, like that very much. Let's talk a little bit of fishing. Well, first of all, we got a fishing report we haven't said in a while. This is being sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine. It's the famous Aiden Fishing Report. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Papa, football season is over, so I'm going back out fishing, but the weather has not been good. Oh, your grandmother will love that spelling. Uh <laughs> Bill's dad went to the Kalamazoo River and said there was lots of high water and steelhead were kind of tough to find, but they really caught some northern pike in the lower parts of the river, and they were lots of fun to catch. Dad and I went to the Grand River in Grand Rapids, and we saw steelhead that were being caught by the 6th Street Dam. Most old guys, I, I'm going to talk to that kid. Most old guys floating 
salmon eggs in chartreuse was a really good color. And we were watching them catch fish. And I wanted to, to try, but I didn't want to. Those fish looked really big. Roger and his dad went to Muskegon, and both pier anglers and surf fishermen were getting steelhead, and a couple of walleye and small perch were caught by the mouth of the Muskegon Channel. Not enough perch for you to come up here and go fishing with me, but maybe enough for me to have a dinner that I could send you a photo of me eating lake perch. Ha, ha, ha. Love you bunches. Your favorite fishing grandson, Aiden. <laughs> I haven't heard Aiden's fishing report in a couple of weeks, but obviously football season's over, and that's a good sign. That's a good sign. Let's go over a couple other things. Uh, weather is not, you know, perch fishing is a little bit, it's starting. It's It has a ways to go. So let's not get overly excited or over goofy. If you put in the time, you can pick up a couple of fish, maybe enough for dinner for one. Uh, don't forget snagging is still going on at the Lincoln Park Lagoon area. Washington, Waukegan Harbor, North Harbor Basin only, the Winnetka Power Plant, Jackson Harbor, Inner and Outer. Those crappies should be more active in the Cook County Forest Preserve. I apologize, guys. I don't know what their problem is, but they should be more active. Up on the Chain of Lakes, uh, we're seeing very light fishing pressure, uh, some bluegill. If you're out musky fishing, medium-sized suckers. Don't even try anything else on those. And a little bit of walleye and brought some of the deeper holds. We're going to be talking to Jason Johns about Ren Lake, so we'll uh, make sure we have that report out there. And our friends over at uh, Hayward, Wisconsin, where it's starting to get icy a little bit. Muskie action was very good this week. It's kind of trophy time up there, break lines and drop-offs. Uh, the Northern Zone Muskie runs through November 30th, remember that. Walleye is kind of fair. Pike is pretty good. They like cold weather. Pike like cold weather. And crappy action is pretty decent around weeds and brush. Up to 30 feet deep. Wow, that's a pretty good, you know, that's more than pretty good deep, if you ask me. Uh, those fish in that area are going to be doing quite well. But there's a lot of activity that's going on in uh, right now with this cold coming in. A lot of these fish are going to be very active. Yes, artificial baits are going to work, but you just might have to uh, kick back and say, hmm, we're going to have to go with some of the other things to catch these fish, like meat, meat. And more meat. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you get a chance and, you know, you, it, because the fishing may be slow or whatever, there's nothing wrong with taking a walk uh, on one of the many trails or bike trails that are going on before we start loading up on snow later this year. Uh, throughout the, any of the forest preserves, uh, Cook County, Lake, DuPage County, there are some great trails to just get out and walk. And even for those who enjoy uh, bike riding, some of those abandoned old railroad trails that they've turned into bike trails are just magnificent. And, you know, one of my favorite ones is the bike trail and hiking trail that runs along the I&M Canal. It is just a beautiful place to take a walk in the great outdoors, and you can't go wrong with that at all. <clears throat> the uh, pheasant hunters that we spoke to this week uh, are saying that the it has been, birds have been holding tight, um, especially when there's a front moving through, uh, and they said the important thing to listen to, if you see a hawk kind of in, in the trees, so before you walk into the fields or the corn, look to the trees around you. If you see a, like a red tail or somebody sitting in a tree, well, they're looking for the same thing. They're looking for lunch, a.k.a. the pheasant. 
and those pheasants are going to hold real tight. So if you got a dog, you're ahead of the game. If you don't have a dog, which means me, with I'm hunting with my buddies, you've got to kick that ground a little bit, and those birds are going to flush a lot closer to you because they can hear that hawk and they can see it, and they don't want to become part of the hawk buffet table. Well, I tell you what, we come back, we've got some great interviews. We're going to hear from Mr. Jim Crowley, who's on the road again someplace, uh, in the great outdoors, on his way to eastern Maryland, having way too much fun without me. We're going to have to talk about that. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. HookandHuntTV.com is educating and informative. Jim Crowley shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why. If you have attended his seminars, you know his no-nonsense approach. Learn, watch, learn, and apply. Information is the key to success on HookandHuntTV.com. Remember, Chauncey's Great Outdoors is the official station for Shimano High School and College fishing results and fishing teams. This segment is brought to you by Shimano. It's Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And on the road again, he's on the road again, <laughs> Mr. Jim Crowley. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, my friend. How are you? I'm doing okay. Jim is on the road to the Waterfall Festival in Easton, Pen- uh, Easton Maryland, which is... He's going there for the first time, and I want to hear in his voice the excitement because when I first went there, I was just in awe because I know a little bit about duck hunting and waterfall hunting, but this is a whole different world, Jim. You're walking into. I dude, I, I can't wait. When I was invited by um, Tony Homer, who is um, he owns Waterfall Works, which mm-hmm. in the United States they have pretty much all the layout boats. Um, waterfowl hunting and, and as you know i'm a i'm a huge layout hunter and and tony asked me to to join him at the show and then we're going to film a little bit inside the show and then we're going to get to hunt the chesapeake bay which i am so psyched about on monday and tuesday hopefully film at least one show maybe two there but you and i have talked before what i love the most about waterfowling is the history of it and this, from what i've heard this is like the bassmasters classic 
It is. Of duck and goose hunting. And, and I, I'm, I'm just, I am, I am so excited to, to be able to go and, and just to have fun and mm-hmm. look at all this. I know one day or two days is not going to be enough for me to get around here. No, no, it's not. Because, and while it's the excitement of this massive waterfowl expo festival, the, what really is going to set you and thousands of people that come to this event, it's in a little bitty town <laughs> in the the most historic area of duck and goose hunting where I don't want to say it began because it began with the first Indian shooting a duck, I guess. But, you know, it it's just, it's the community coming together and putting on this literally worldwide event. Yeah, I'm, and, you know, the shores of Maryland there um, is where a lot of the goose hunting, you know, got real popular mm-hmm. with, and, uh, with Sean Mann, and I met him years ago at a Bass Pro event, and he was awesome. And I know he's going to have a booth there, so I'm hoping to go back and at least run into him because he was one of the first guys in waterfowling that I actually followed and, and watched a lot of his stuff and just thought he was a, the nicest guy. He spent so long talking to us at the store and, and had fun and laughed and joked and everything like that. And, and But just to see the other stuff, there's so many great carvers that are going to be there, and I, I, I am. I'm just – I don't – you know – as much as I love fishing, and, and I took up hunting a lot later in my life, that the sport has brought so many cool rewards to me through the people that I've met and the places that I've been able to go that never would have been opened up to me if I wasn't introduced to waterfall hunting. And so I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it just because I'm going to be, you know, at 52 years old, I still have a lot of instances in my life where I'm that wide-eyed kid. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is going to be one of those. I already know that. You know, a 13-hour drive, I can do standing on my head anymore. And, and that's part of the anticip- part of that is anticipation to be able to see this history and learn and just listen. And I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm really pumped up about this. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this this event, it's not, you know, when we're talking about a festival, people are, people are thinking like winter sports shows, you know, where it's, you know, you got a big room and a bunch of booths. Well, yes, there's stuff like that, but there is just so much more. Uh, I mean... There's, uh, they have the, it's the world's duck and goose calling, uh, it's the world duck calling contest that's happening right. out there. Um, you know, you're going to see people making duck calls and there's a contest for them. Who's making the best looking and sounding duck call. Right. Um, there's kids could have so much fun out there. There's all kinds of activities. There's music. There's party on top of party on top of party. So you better get your liver and gear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and enough food that you're going to be loading the back of that pickup truck with ice and crabs and everything else. Um, it is just a fantastic thing that is put together by the community, which is what blows my mind about. Well, go ahead. You know, I was going to. I was going to say. Um, that is one thing that I've noticed traveling across the country. You know, I, I, I love where I get to live because my, my friends are here. But mm-hmm. I love going to places that, that truly embrace the outdoor. I mean, like when we were in Wisconsin this year for the MLF Redcrest event. When I was at the Classic or this earlier this year in, in Tennessee. And then to go out to Maryland like this. And we go to Missouri and we see the F, FFA shooting events where there's 600 kids. there. You know, And it's just a shame that our state doesn't doesn't embrace things like that more because there's so much youth involvement Mm -hmm. and you know when people go oh my god there's guns well guns are objects and when they're when they're 
taught the right way. I've seen a thousand kids at one time in Missouri that put their guns away and go cheer on their friends when they're in a trap event. When I watch the high school or college championships for fishing, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, and things mm-hmm. like that. And I, we don't see that around here. And, and, but there are parts of the country that totally embrace that. And yep. it's wonderful to see those kids actually acting to some extent like mature adults because they understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to see a lot of families here. And I love, I love seeing that because I don't see it on a regular basis here. No, no. Hey, you know what else is going to be out there? Diving, the uh, diving dogs. Oh, like the duck, the duck dogs duck or whatever. Dogs. Yeah, I think they call them diving dogs. Oh, that's awesome. That, yeah, I love watching that. That's fun. That well, you know, there was one evening uh, after the dogs were all done that a bunch of us reporters were uh, doing a very similar thing. We had uh, cans of uh, of a liquid that we were throwing into the air and the. Reporters were jumping off the platform trying to grab it in midair, and, well, that, that was an interesting afternoon. Uh, <laughs> Re- remember what I just said about acting like responsible adults? I don't think that part qualifies. Nah. <laughs> that, that's why we're outdoor writers. <laughs> but, I mean, and, you know, music and <clears throat> all these, Jim and everybody, Jim started carving decoys. He's, I think he drifted away from it a little bit. He'll come, when he comes back from this trip, he is going to lock the door in, the, in his man cave, the garage, and yeah. he's going to start carving again. Be- you, know, you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, because I didn't really thought I had the patience for carving, but I, you know, we've, we hunt over all foam decoys now. And so Rhonda and I got, my wife Rhonda and I got into painting our own decoys. Mm-hmm. And so the last couple of years is really cool to be able to hunt ducks over decoys that, that you in some part made mm-hmm. and it's really it's really cool to do that I, I think just the older i get just like building my own rods now and things like that i absolutely just love that because it, it brings another level to the sport to, to whether it be fishing or hunting that i didn't have before and that's exciting you know and uh but i'm, I'm i love you know i've got a really good friend uh, that a lot of people in northern illinois know and wisconsin and michigan for that matter is pat gregory who's a world-renowned decoy carver and, and Pat, and I hunt with Pat all the time, and I've learned so much about the history um, of waterfall hunting from him. And he's excited for me because he can't go this year, but for me to be able to go, and he was doing what you were doing with me before. It's just, hey, make sure you see this and make sure you see that because it's really going to open your eyes to mm-hmm. how much more there is to the sport. And I can't wait for that. I'm excited. Oh, good, yeah. And, and you're just going to have – it's you, you mentioned painting decoys, and my, my good friend Tom Balbert, who also was your good friend. You, oh, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Tom, Tom and I painted a bunch of decoys one, one winter, uh, I should say one summer, and then we are going to use them in the fall. So we're standing in this duck blind in the middle of the uh, Illinois River, and, you know, we got our decoys out there, and we're talking, hey, you know, that's a nice paint job on that one, and that's a nice paint job on that mallard, and, you know... Tom, that's a really good who painted that one. That's a really good one over there. And then the damn thing turned its head and quacked at us. <laughs> well, that would be God. God yeah, painted God that painted one. that one. And we, uh, but yeah. both of us went, oh my God! You know, we, and, and then it was like a Three Stooges show, you know. <laughs> you know, I get I get asked a lot about you know what is your favorite part of duck hunting, and and I said, you know, that, that's really hard to put a finger on because it's not the shot. No. It's not. That, that's the smallest part of the whole thing. That is. Sitting in that tender boat with my three buddies, well, the other guys in the layout boat, and either having him make great shots or great misses, and then sitting there drinking coffee 
um, sharing goose sticks or deer sticks from mm-hmm. the year before and solving problems of the world that nobody else would want to hear our answers to except for us. Yeah. Well, you are, going, you are going to the place of all the greatest duck stories and yarns and legends <laughs> that you could ever imagine, from Sean Mann, who was on our show last year at the festival, to many other people. Uh, Jim, uh, can you, when you're coming back from this, and maybe in a couple of weeks, can, can you get back on and tell us everything that you saw out there? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll do. Um, I'll I'll try to do a comprehensive report of of everything that we uh, you know encountered out there. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, because you, you know me, I'm going to be excited about it for sure, and I and I can't wait, and I appreciate the opportunity. Kid in a candy shop. That's all I'm going to say. Remember <laughs> that, Jim. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, buddy, God bless you and all your listeners, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, we will. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Bye. Buy a fishing boat in November from Waterworks that's powered by a Mercury motor and say, oh yeah, it is saving money. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills is having truckloads of Lowe's, Lunds, Sea Pros, Monterey boats, all powered by a Mercury motor, delivered every week. And they are giving you boat show incentives now, layaway prices now and winter discounts now for five years running waterworks has received the prestigious csi award for customer satisfaction so you know waterworks is many steps above all other dealers for price and service waterworks can also save you money on winterizing and winter storage just call them at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks with an e.com and say oh yeah to saving more money You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey, everybody. Good morning and welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. On the phone with me, we have Mr. Ben Williams, a new participant in our show. (laughs) Ben is the Urban Waterfowl Project Manager. I want to see him get that all on the bottom of his business card. But, Ben, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Ben, you're doing the job that many people before uh, you have been part of our programming and stuff. And we are in the thralls of duck and goose here in Illinois, and you're trying to keep your finger on that tab. Uh, first of all, what area are you responsible for for our lovely waterfowl? So it's, it's a little bit uh, confusing, I guess. Um, the way we have it broken down uh, is that I'm kind of responsible for waterfowl all over. I deal with a lot of water, uh, a lot of duck and goose problems throughout the state. We have a lot of urban problems in Chicago, in mm-hmm. the Chicagoland region. So I'm stationed up uh, in Bartlett, in the northern part of the state. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing a lot more urban goose problems, specifically in Champaign and Springfield and some of the other urban areas uh, in Illinois. And so I'm kind of all over the place, uh, talking with people in, in those areas. And then because we have a good waterfowl program, I'm able to take part in a lot of different things. Earlier uh, it, this fall, we did our waterfowl open houses, uh, where we were traveling throughout the state, talking to, to duck and goose hunters and trying to figure out and, and hammer out what, what people are thinking for seasons and zones and things for the next five years. So we were able to, I was able to meet with a bunch of different people doing that. And then just migratory bird issues throughout the state. I'm, I'm located in the northern part of the state, but I uh, get to be all over the place and talk to a bunch of different people. And so I, I like that aspect of it. Yeah, well, 
Let's just put it, you're responsible for all the quacking and honking that goes on in Illinois. <laughs> yes. Well, at least, at least if you're in favor of it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know, I have a couple of programs that we can help out with some of those areas that if you're having, you know, too many ducks and geese there, we can help move those geese out of those areas. <laughs> they may be moving in yeah. a cooler, but we can help you out, you know. <laughs> Hey, that's good too. Yeah. Hey, listen. Let's uh, with all the rain we had in the early, you know, part of the year, uh, which put a lot of water in many places. How's our populations looking? They've got to be for the non-educated mind. That's me. They've got to be looking good. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I was talking to some people over in the Illinois River Valley uh, this morning that said that. They had a lot of water around, um, but that duck numbers were good. You know, sometimes when they when you get too much water around it, uh, the the ducks all spread out, and it's tough to find them in any big groups. But uh, they said that the the beginning part of their season has been has been looking pretty good. Although the the recent cold has maybe pushed a few further south, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I think I think having water is such a tricky thing. You know, you want. You want it in some spots, you don't in others. Never quite right, but I think they they had um, I think they had some good numbers uh, to begin the season at least. We have local ducks, we have local geese, uh, we have you know with all this. I, I don't even want to say it. And November seventh, it is, or you know, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, November ninth. Uh, it's cold outside. Are, is this pushing ducks down to us yet? Yeah, I think so. I have some friends that live up in North Dakota and uh, northern Minnesota, and they said they're starting to freeze out up there. And so they uh, they might be pushing some ducks out. So, yeah, I think we, we probably will pick up some more yet as the season goes. It wouldn't surprise me at all, and hopefully we get another couple uh, good pushes and then maybe some weather to keep them around for a little bit while we uh, – keep moving on the season yeah how's our goose populations looking for residents i know there's a lot uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah there are a lot rats with wings you know big rats with wings and then there's you know the the migratory birds how's you know the, the geese are kind of a strange thing because as long as they can see corn stalks or green grass someplace they're not going to run away yeah we're seeing i mean you hit the nail on the head we're seeing a lot of of resident geese, especially in our urban areas where they're not really subjected to that hunting pressure. And the tricky part, and I guess part of my job, is figuring out how do we how do we manage those populations and maybe expose them a little bit to the hunting pressure. Mm-hmm. Just overall, though, I, we're doing pretty good in terms of goose numbers. We're seeing a fair number come from uh, Canada, the, the interior geese. Yeah, I would say uh, we're, we're doing pretty good overall with our goose populations and and our uh, our limit, you know, we mm-hmm. we uh, we increase that, and and that seems to to be okay so far. No, good, good, good. Because and hopefully that will continue. And for the work that we do here with marshlands and and farmlands and places where our geese can, you know, eat, and as like I said, as long as they see green grass, they're happy. But then uh, you know, for, in Wisconsin and Minnesota, and all those areas that we get a lot of our migratory geese from. Uh, and ducks. I mean, this is only going to be good for us today, and it's going to be good for our children's children. I hope. Yeah, I mean, I think the the number one the the number one rule is you got to have some place for them to go. So uh, all of that the habitat work that uh, that the DNR does and that mm-hmm. other other agencies and groups do is can only help, right? You know, managing your your wetlands and and your areas for for 
for geese and ducks mm-hmm. effectively will hopefully and it seems to be working provide those opportunities for like you said not only for us but also future generations for future generations you know i've got to tell you one time and you've probably seen it because you know you grew up in minnesota you went to school in illinois you've worked around the state of illinois but a number of years ago i was driving out to from the chicago area to uh the Calb area and it was you know sunsets coming in and i go hey look at you know that flock of geese going south you know and then I looked a little further, and I go, look at that. And I realized that I was actually watching what they call the Great Migration. Because as far as I could see, in any looking west and then looking north, all I saw were more and more waterfowl flying south. I just, I I was in awe. I was just going to say, it really is incredible when you see stuff like that. Yeah. You think about how far all of those different yeah. birds are, are traveling, you know, every year. You know, you see television, the, the wildebeest on their great migration. Well, you know, imagine that up in the sky, gazillions of these birds flying south all at one time. And as far as my eyes could see to the west, all I saw were flocks. And I was just, I pulled off the road because I was like, I'm not driving anymore. I can't, I'm looking up instead of in front of me. <laughs> Which is cool. Well, you know, Ben, I, I, this is really interesting that we have a healthy population. We have a sustainable and, uh, would you say, growing population would be okay? Um, you know, for, for certain species, definitely, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, our resident geese, I would say, continue to grow. You know, we, we, we do have some declines in specific duck species. You know, scop have been declining now for a little while. Mm-hmm. Pintails we're, we're concerned about. But overall... You know, the numbers seem to be good, especially when you look at the long-term average. You know, we're, mm-hmm. um, we're up in terms of duck numbers from, for the general long-term. Cool, cool. Well, Ben, I want to thank you for coming on the show and giving us a little preview of what you feel and see and know about the duck and goose populations living in the state, coming through the state, because it's not just the hunters that enjoy it. There's you know, hikers, and there's photographers, and there's painters, and everybody enjoys the waterfall. It's just some of them like the looks of them when they come out of the oven a little bit more than others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I like all of that, too. And, and um, yeah, and I'm learning every day. You know, I, I love talking with, with hunters and getting out and mm-hmm. being able to to hear what people are seeing and, and where they're seeing it, and, and that's what that helps me keep my finger on the pulse, as you said earlier, you know, because I end up unfortunately spending a lot of time in an office here and, mm-hmm. and not as much time out in the out in the marsh or the wetland. So yeah. I do appreciate being able to get out and talk with people like you and talk to to the hunters out there that you know really are our eyes on the ground. Cool. Well, don't be afraid. You'll be on our program probably numerous times, and we'll we'll hear a little bit more uh, what you think, uh, how the season went uh, as it uh, moves further south from northern Illinois to central to southern Illinois to being over, and maybe you'll have some harvest information and stuff like that. But don't be afraid to, you know, call this pl- this microphone uh, a little bit of home for you. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. You're welcome. That was Ben Williams, everybody. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey. We know the outdoors. 
Come to Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's for their holiday kickoff sale going on now till November 26th. It's holiday time at Bass Pro and Cabela's, and whatever your favorite outdoorsman wants under his tree, I can guarantee Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's has it at their holiday kickoff sale. From fishing rods and reels to camo clothing and those smart fashions for the lady, all your holiday shopping can be done at one spot. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's with their holiday kickoff sale. Don't forget Santa's Wonderland starts November 16th to December 24th. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, where your next outdoor adventure starts here. Buy a fishing boat in November from Waterworks that's powered by a Mercury motor and say, oh yeah, it is saving money. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills is having truckloads of Lowe's, Lunds, Seapros, Monterey boats, all powered by a Mercury motor, delivered every week. And they are giving you boat show incentives now. Layaway prices now. And winter discounts now. For five years running, Waterworks has received the prestigious CSI Award for customer satisfaction. So you know Waterworks is many steps above all other dealers for price and service. Waterworks can also save you money on winterizing and winter storage. Just call them at 708-798-9700 or go to Waterworks with an E dot com and say oh yeah to saving more money you only need to say one word shimano and you know you're talking about the smoothest most efficient spinning reel and bait casting reels on the market whether it's stella stratic corrado anteras or others when you match it up with a shimano fishing rod you're holding a fish catching machine made to last and perfectly balanced for bass trout muskie and panfish shimano is the only name you need to remember the next time you walk into your local dealer what's the name shimano this is chauncey's great outdoors on espn 1000 and espnchicago.com Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and on the phone we have the legendary owner of Boneyard Guide Service, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Jason Johns. How are you, buddy? Well, some people might say infamous. Well, I, I will say you are the gentleman who loves to instill enough pain more than my physical therapist, because you keep <laughs> sending me pictures of all these massive crappies from Wren Lake that you have been catching. Jason, what is going on in one of my favorite places in Illinois? Well, I, I really don't even know how to describe it. It is this lake, and it happens almost every fall. But this year just seems to be even a little bit better than years past. I can take two guys and me out and have a 75-fish crappie limit. On slow days, it's two hours. I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm shaking my head going, no, 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 no. Yeah, and that's a slow day. <clears throat> that's a slow day. Yeah. We're not talking potato chip size crappie, are we? Oh, no. I mean, we're, we're throwing back. I mean, to get to our 75 fish limit, which Rin Lake has that, it's 25 fish total, but 10 fish apiece can be over 10 inches and 15 fish under 10, which we're keeping all nine and a half, nine and three quarter inch fish. But on the way, on the way to, uh, to the 75, we're in the process. We're throwing back 12-inch fish constantly. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's a wonderful problem to have. Yeah, yes, it's a terrible problem. A wonderful problem. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, this is, you know, I just can't even, I don't even know where to go with this because, you know, Ren Lake is known for its crappie, catfishing, bass fishing. 
But for some odd reason, in, as you said, in the fall, they start moving into certain areas, and it just gets crazy. It, it does, and it, part of it is, is our biologist, and uh, um, our former biologist, Mike Ho, had a, uh, he's just got a system, and he puts Fredfin shad in it every year, and they start dying when the water temperature gets to a certain degree, and they all flock to the rocks to get that last little bit of heat. Mm-hmm. And it's literally, I mean, it's its not fall crappie fishing. It's a fall crappie harvest. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. You all feel like you're on your John Deere cutting corn? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That is just crazy. And you're right, but see, the buffet table moves into the rocks to get, to get any heat they can, and the crappie are falling right behind them with those big, you know, tennis ball mouths just sucking them in. Yes. And, it, it, and like I said, it's going to go. Uh, last year, I, I just happened to remember my little boy was on Christmas break, and we went, and we were out there catching them. Just we went three days in a row, and you you couldn't beat them off your line. I mean, it's just it's that good. So there's potential. Of, January. Yeah, this is potential of it going another definite month and a half to two months. Oh yeah, yeah, it'll definitely go into December, January, um, provided we don't which we don't freeze over that much down here anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year, I think everybody probably remembers that polar vortex. Remember, uh, yeah. you guys were like negative 40. Um, that's that's when it stopped last year. But as soon as it warmed back up again after that, it was on again. <sighs> that's, I, mean, I, I just, and it's so much fun to go down to Ren Lake uh, and, and see the lake and, and tour the, you know, when you're done fishing, you go to Benton, you go to this town, you go to this town. It just, and sometimes you just sit in boneyards there and, kick back and have a fire, you know? That's right. Put not, your feet up and have a cold one. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, Jason. No, there's not. <laughs> um, but really, it, it's crappy. A lot of the other species have slowed down, right? Um, they have, um, but they're still able to be caught. Actually, we're catching a lot of nice white bass right now. Um, up against the rocks, throwing uh, jigs and like uh, maybe like a tailspin. Mm-hmm. Or a uh, or an inline spinner like a rooster tail or a meps or something like that. Is that along the one fifty four road? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and they're catching big ones too. I'm, I'm talking like eighteen to twenty inch whiteies. Oh, fat ones! And an occasional really nice hybrid mixed in there too. You know, you sound like you're at a little bit of heaven down there at exit seventy seven. Oh, and the deer are in rut too. <laughs> I'm glad the mushrooms aren't growing because I wouldn't know what to do. Actually, nah, don't tell me that, I Jason. I tell you this. <laughs> but the end of the woods mushrooms are up. There's been several people still finding them even after the freeze. <laughs> he knows how to inflict so. pain, everyone. Deer and rut. Pheasants. <laughs> um, yeah. The the, the, the the crappies, the white bass, the, the hybrids. I mean, I'm sitting there going, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. This is just absolutely crazy. Um, you know, Jason, uh, with Boneyard Guide Service down there in uh, the, the Run Lake area, if, if somebody wants to set up a thing to go down there, stay with you guys, whatever, what's the best way to do this? Well, the easiest way is call or text me at 618-927-3432. And that is by far the easiest way. Or you can go through our website. It's Boneyard Fishing or boneyardoutfitters.com, and they can fill out a web form. But it's a lot easier just to call me. Yeah. And, once again, that phone number was 
And what were the last four? 3432. 3432. So it's 618-927-3432. You can, you know, bring your stuff down there. You can use, I'd use Jason's stuff because it's always better than my stuff. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's just, you know, seeing those, what were, how big were those two crappies that Mike uh, caught that I put on my? They were both 14 inches long. Oh. And and they and we had several fourteen inch ones that day and it's uh like I said, he he was he's our retired biologist who done who has done wonders for our lake and mm-hmm. I was very happy to be able to take you fishing. Privileged really. Okay. Between me and you, did he get really excited when he caught him? Oh yeah. He, it's it's really neat for a guy like Mike to see uh to see what the the products of his labor, you know, he yeah. he's worked hard on that lake for 30 years of his career, or 20 years anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, to go out there and be able to see what, you know, his limits have imposed and all his work, you know, it, it was really neat for Mike to see. Yeah. That is so cool, my friend. Well, Jason, once again, I had to call you because, like I said, you've been inflicting pain on me, sending me photos of all these great fish, and I've, I've been using them in my uh, Facebook video fishing report at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Uh, and once again, everyone, if you want to get out there, catch some of these massive, fat Illinois, you know, crappies. And I don't know, you may, you may take you fishing for other things, too. But his phone number is 618-927-3432. And just get down to a little bit of heaven down there at exit 77 with uh, at Ren Lake because you just won't believe how much fun you can have down there, especially with Jason Johns. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, Chauncey. I appreciate that, buddy. All right, you take care of yourself, my friend, and you know, have a good holiday. All right, buddy. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. HookandHuntTV.com is educating and informative. Jim Crowley shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why. If you have attended his seminars, you know his no-nonsense approach. Learn, watch, learn, and apply. Information is the key to success on HookandHuntTV.com. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Hey fellow fisherman, Kerry Wood here. Make sure to tune in to ESPN Chicago every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. for Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, thanks, Kerry. 
he's always nice to say that in the morning. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go over a couple of things here. Uh, you know, one of the things with Illinois, just with, uh, and it's, it, I hate to say it's spreading. Wisconsin's got it, Michigan's got it in some areas now and stuff. But the, the CWD testing, if you're harvesting a deer, there's the state has many different locations, whatever state you hunt in, to have your deer tested. And uh, they go in and they take a little gland out of the, the neck area, test it, they send you a little note back that says, hey, you know, everything's cool, everything, or your deer does have CWD. Uh, but, I mean, definitely check out that program if you're deer hunting this year. Nothing wrong with that. The uh, fall shotgun turkey harvest, I don't have a solid number, but there was a, a, a rough number. About 301 wild birds were taken in Illinois during the 2019 fall shotgun turkey season, which is runs the end of October, uh, which is, you know, not bad. You know, I wasn't one of them, but that's okay. <laughs> but the, the fall, you know, there are 56 of the Illinois 102 counties were open, uh, Jefferson County had 24, Williamson down Run Lake area, uh, 24, that Franklin, Marion area down there. Uh, Marion had 20, Knox had 18. Joe Davies, yeah, 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 where Mike Reynolds loves to go hunt, they had 15 out that way. So that's a that's an interesting number. Um, we're also seeing, you know, with the, coming up on the holidays, so many different states have programs where whether it's uh, at a park, a museum, uh, with lights or programs or music, definitely check out some of these areas because it's a great way for you to enjoy the outdoors and also, you know, celebrate the holidays. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I love seeing so many programs uh, where you can go take walks in the, through an area and they've got it all lit up with Christmas lights and different things. It's just super. And if you get the chance, I'm going to tell you, and I don't care where you live in the Midwest, the Morton Arboretum, which is in Lyle, Illinois, has the most unbelievable Christmas light festival you will ever see in your life. I was there last year, and the way they light up the trees and certain areas, kids can speak into like a little microphone, and the trees will change colors with the kid's voice or your voice. If you're a big kid, um, there was one group of trees that it honestly looked like the trees were breathing the way they were doing the lights. This is a marvelous program. Morton Arboretum in Lyle, Illinois. Oh, check it out when we get closer to the holiday season. All I'm going to say is you go there once, you're going back the next year. It was that that really cool. Um, a lot of us don't have uh, farms that we can go to the hunt. Uh, but, you know, in Illinois, I know there's a controlled pheasant permit program that the Illinois State does, and they also do it with uh, T. Miller. Uh, so if you go to the Illinois, I should say the dnr.illinois.gov website, you can click on get an application for uh, these controlled pheasant hunts, or you can go to tmillerinc.com, tmillerinc.com, and get that information. That's always a cool thing to do. And it's just a, it's a, a way for us to enjoy a little bit of pheasant hunting and if you think that, oh, these are pen-raised birds, they don't fly real well. <laughs> well, let's just put it to you this way. You better have a couple extra shells in your pocket because those birds fly really, really, really well. Nothing wrong with that. Another thing I wanted to mention, too, is no matter where you're deer hunting, if you're a tree stand hunter, I don't tree stand uh, hunt anymore. 
But uh, if you're a tree stand hunter, please, please, please wear your uh, harness vest that keeps you safe because more people are hurt in hunting incidents in, from tree stands than anything else, which is really, I mean, just in Illinois last year, I don't have the oh, Wisconsin or Michigan numbers, but in Illinois last year, there were 19 hunting incidents reported in all the hunting seasons in Illinois. All of us, thousands of people in, in, out in the field with, with bows and shotguns and rifles and all of that stuff, 14 of them were involving tree stands. That ought to tell you. You need to have that fall arrest system, safety harness, no matter what type of an elevated stand you are. It is so important to have that because it's just like a life jacket. I tell people, you wear a life jacket. Yes, you're wearing it for yourself, but I wear a life jacket because I want to be around all, all, all my friends and family. Very true. Hey, I hear the flu, so I want to say thank you to all our sponsors that bring this program to you every single week. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, all five stores. Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue. Paul's Pizza in Westchester. Diamond Ghost Charters, bookandhunttv.com. Midwest Outdoors. EnjoyRenLake.com. And remember, we're the official station for Shimano High School and College Fishing Teams. And my Native American proverb comes from the Lakota Nation. It says, see how the boy is with his sister and the other ones in his own lodge. And you will know how the man will be with your daughter. How very true. Very true. I want to say happy birthday to all my friends, all you Marines out there. It's tomorrow. Happy birthday. And Monday is Veterans Day. Thank you to all the veterans for all you've done for us. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.